Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. And a good Friday morning as we follow the money. Dave Ross, Sean King here at Circus Sportsbook in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. In for Polly and Mitch. The boys will be back on Monday. I saw Mitch said that uh, on his flight to Austin, he left his luggage back in the garage like you don't realize it until you get to the airport and you're like oh blank all my stuff's back in the what do you do so that's like when you're married that's like the subtle like misdirect because now you have to go to dallas and actually purchase new clothes oh yeah so, so you can't look at the glass half full right so like mitch has got to look at this as a way to upgrade his wardrobe absolutely or change it, adjust or change it, it, make some additions to it. I've learned that if you keep clothes long enough, they just come back in style. Eventually. See, I'm not really like a fashion forward kind of guy, meaning like I'm very comfortable in my golf shorts and yeah. flip flops. And so what I do is every year I just buy like 20 pair of golf shorts, different colors. 20 pair a year? Yeah, like maybe like four brown, four navy blue, four black, and then I have a couple other like colors or pattern shorts mixed in. I might have 20 in two decades. No, no, no. So I, cause I, the ones that I had before, like, you know, I smoke cigars. So, you know, you drop oh, ash oh, you on a, little, a couple. A burn. Right. Yeah. You but know. the whole kind of gives it some style. It's probably too, been it? washed, you know, 20 <laughs> times. So it's time to refresh the colors, you know, be vibrant. <laughs> they look well, new. I can't wait to see what Mitch rocks on the show when he, when he gets back. Cause he's going to have some new gear right down there in Austin. Uh, we're going to have Jordan Sherwood on coming up this morning. To talk all things UFC fight night. That's going to be a lot of fun with Jordan. He's got some plays that I know he already likes. Obviously we talked a lot about Myra Buena Silva against Holly Holm uh, the last couple days. So again, we got about 24 hours and then some before we get to fight night. And then we're going to have uh, John Breach join us from CBS to talk all things NFL and some Ooh. futures that we have. Because I've got some in pocket already. I'm sure you do as well. And I've even got a week. I know it's, it's you could have had week one plays a month ago already. Right. I do have some week one plays. I'll be very curious to think if you think I'm burning money in my pocket well, like with a cigar or not. There's so many different ways to approach football. Okay, you have the crowd, and none of the ways are wrong. It's what you're comfortable with. Yeah. You have the crowd that as soon as the numbers come out, they've run their own power numbers. Anytime mm -hmm. there's a discrepancy, they go ahead and grab that number with the thought being I can always hedge back later if something changes. But the casual better 
you know, probably doesn't have they're that waiting. kind of time, right? So right. they're waiting more to, let me see, when training camp, let me watch a preseason game, you know, let me see how, you know, some of the rookies or the free agent additions, how it looks like they're meshing, you know, in this new environment. So it's not really right or wrong. So I'd be interested to hear what uh, John says. I do have a couple strong opinions that I've already you know, place futures wages on. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Absolutely. And uh, you're right, though, because I think most people do like to wait and see what camp looks like, especially if you've got teams, say, with the Colts, you don't know who the starting quarterback's going to be. What does Desmond Ritter look like year two in the ATL? There are a lot of questions. Jordan Love in Green Bay. We'll talk about a lot of those. And I have been uh, getting some text messages and some uh, social media messages, certainly from my boys uh, back in Virginia Beach. Like, they're getting up doing push-ups, watching our show, like Rob Harris, get off your big you-know-what ass and and let's start working out. Like, it's Friday morning, people. Let's go. We got three hours. We're with you. So we hope that you're getting up and enjoying us this morning on Follow the Money. I did want to make this mention. We talked about the Scottish Open yesterday, and it's right on right now overseas. Okay. And we mentioned yesterday he could have got Scotty Sheffield. Remember, he bogeyed one. Which was unbelievable. Right, so Scotty Scheffler was one over uh-huh. through like two holes, and the number didn't get out of hand. It was like still nine to one. You look up today, Scotty Scheffler, there he is, right up towards the top of the leaderboard. Ben on, who has not teed off yet, he's still the club last leader at nine under. The the leaderboard is starting to take some shape. Tyrrell Hatton, who runs hot, he's only one back. Tom Kim, young star in the making, eight under, and then old man Patrick Harrington. Yeah, that's not a misprint. That is. I the, thought he was on like was it a Champions Tour? He is. Or, yeah. And this is the thing about Patty, twenty-eight to one, by the way. And right now, Patrick is two off the lead. This guy was the number one player in the world in two thousand and seven. Wow. And here we are in twenty twenty-three, and Patrick, old man, can still get it done. I don't know that he can be there for the final four days. But what I love about a guy like Patrick Harrington, he doesn't care who you are. He doesn't care mm-hmm. how old he is relative to how young you are. And he's like, hey, my sw- I can't do his accent. But it's like, my swing speed is as good as these guys. And I know if I play my best golf for four days, I can still win out on this tour. So he's not in there to be a good story for the week. He's actually trying to win. And then there's Scotty Scheffler tied with, with Patrick at seven under par. So Scotty's number right now, he's the second betting favorite. Mm-hmm. Rory McIlroy is the betting favorite. Hasn't teed off yet. Can we put the odds up one more time of uh, what the current live odds are? And it's moving as we speak because Scheffler right now is up to 650, uh, tied with Ben On. Again, Ben On has not teed off yet. He's at nine under par. But there's Roars just waiting to get day two going. Here's an interesting way to approach this. Bring it. Can I sell you on a unit on Ricky Fowler and a unit on Max Homa? Ricky now, right now is tied for fourth. He's seven under through 13 today. Mm-hmm. Max Homa is tied for sixth. He's six under through 15 today. So two guys who a lot of people thought Max Homa had a legit shot to win the U.S. Open. Yeah. Uh, didn't perform as well as people. But that's recent, like, support that he's gotten from the Sharps and the public. Of course, we know Ricky Fowler's been on a complete oh, he's, career he's renaissance. Mm-hmm. He's playing well. One's 14 to one. The other's 13, 30 to one. Uh, I might have to get involved with that. Here's the thing. We were looking yesterday, like, where are all the Americans up on the leaderboard? And then you look up today and there's Scheffler. And then here comes Ricky. And as you mentioned, Max Homa. So again, a lot of players, some players use this just to get ready for the Open. Mm-hmm. Next week, the last shot at, the, at winning a major this year. Uh, and I, I do think for guys like Ricky, just getting in the winner's circle again, he does feel like he's on a heater. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know this, and certainly uh, if you listen to long shots here in the network, guys do a great job each and every week. They know guys win them in bunches. When they get hot, they normally stay hot for a pocket. It feels like Ricky's in that pocket. Mm-hmm. Max kind of drifted away from it. And maybe this could be now... A resurgence. I don't know that you could sell me on Max at thirty to one, but I, I'm with you on Ricky. I can't believe I'm saying this of all people because I've been very critical of Ricky through the years. Like just go win something. Like go win a big one, okay. right? He hasn't won a big one yet. Hey, look, Rocket Mortgage. Congratulations. That's nice. It's good to be back in the winner's circle. This is a semi big one because it is the Scottish Open. We've never seen again a double double. Somebody win the Scottish and the British since Phil Mickelson did it a decade ago, right? So could Ricky be the guy to go in in Detroit, then go in at the Scottish, and then go? I mean, 
it'd be a hell of a story. But he's putting himself back in contention, and it feels like on a weekly basis. So I'm with you. I would be more intrigued, I'll never admit this in a court of law, of backing Ricky at 14-1 to than I would right now at Max at 31. Because I feel like Max's game has just been kind of drifting. But you're right. Before the U.S. Open, he was a hot pick back and, in his home state of maybe California. this is him kind of fine-tuning. Also, if you're not a person that likes outright, Ricky mm-hmm. Fowler is minus twenty top 10. I think Max Homer is plus 170 Ooh. top 10. So that's another way to approach it as well. Can I ask you a question about – because I – there's nothing better in the world. Okay, there's some things better, but not a lot of things better than free golf in the world. You know where the most expensive round of golf in the United States is right now? Take a guess. I have no idea. Right here, Las Vegas. Shadow Creek? Shadow Creek. Oh. It's going to cost you a cool grand. I've played Shadow Creek oh. probably about 15 times. But, 15 times? But because it's attached to MGM. Oh, okay. So every time we come, of course, like back. So so listen, if you're out there, it's a thousand dollars because it's really private without being private. That's right. <laughs> so like they have a guard at the gate. Like generally, you have to be in a limo to get in. So I mean, it's don't let the thousand dollars fool you. Like if, if just a random person walks up and says, "Hey, I want to play around. I got a thousand. I don't even know if they'll let you play." So. <laughs> Now, here's the amazing thing that, like, look, if you saw that list that we just put up, if you're watching on VEASAN.com, Pinehurst, number two, down there. I haven't played number two. I played some Pinehurst courses back in my day on the East Coast, and they they are absolutely gorgeous. But you're playing more for the history of playing at the place where Payne Stewart won the United States Open in, you know, 97. First of all, your game needs to be right. Yeah, well, how like about you cust- hackers out there? You have no need to pay. Well, how about Pebble five, Beach? Six hundred to play around. So I played Pebble before. Oh my god, what haven't you played on the list? Um, most of the northeastern courses I haven't played a lot. The only thing that's in like that New York, Jersey, or a little south of those states area, I haven't played a lot of. All right, so there. put you on the spot. Bang for your buck. Okay. A grand for Shadow Creek or six twenty five for Pebble, which is worth it more? What? What? If you had to pay those prices. Which one do you think makes more sense to you? Pebble. Yeah? Yeah, because you they got lodged on the course. Like, it's, it's not the whole setup. Like, Shadow, you're basically standing in a casino, and then you're going out to play golf, and they're kicking your butt out, you know, and you go back to your casino. <laughs> but Shadow's a great course. It's tremendous. But probably Pebble. I have a uh, – you get, like, a, a, a fact tag, you know, like, basically he says, as a gift from an ex-girlfriend a long time ago. Uh-huh. And she gave that to me. It's one of my prized possessions to play Pebble Beach. Okay. She has the other half of it. Oh. It's been, I mean, we broke up a long time See, ago. I was the guy. What do you that, do? Do you ask for I was the guy to have like all the tags from like the yeah. different course on my bag. Yeah. And I've, I finally was like, this is too much. I got to get rid of it? No, I have them somewhere. There's oh, okay. some storage box. So like, what do I do? Because like, do I, do I ask for, like, hey, do you remember me? We used to date for a long time. Well, you got Facebook, you got Instagram, Twitter. Can I have, you can find. I'd like to play Pebble. Jump in the DMs, Dave. I just think that, like, she's got kids, she's married. Good for her. All you're trying to do is play around the golf. That's all I want. I just want to play golf. I don't want to drop the 625 if I don't have to. What'd you do on uh, on the par three? I wasn't Pebble. a good golfer when I played Pebble. <laughs> I just was enjoying hydrating and watching the sea lions. Sounds fun to me. When we come back, win some, lose some. Sean had some winners yesterday. We'll discuss when you come back with us. Follow the money. Just getting it started here on a Friday morning. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Sports betting and win some, lose some. You do win some and you lose some. Sean King, congrats. Von Drusova, she comes through, but that's not where you really made your money. If you had Von Drusova yesterday against uh, Spitalino, by the way, both these matches in the women's semifinals were fantastic. It was Anz Jabour for you at plus an hour 30 against Sabalinka. I, I, did you sweat it? Because when she was down a set to none, She's down a break in the second. Sabalenka can taste it. And yet Anz Jabor did one of these to the crowd at Wimbledon. Let them all know, man, she wasn't going away. She cashed a ticket. Dave, I'll be honest, this was never in doubt. The most fantastic (laughs) name for a female athlete in the world, Anz. I feel you, Anz. She did not let me down. By the way, we came, we saw, we conquered this week on Follow the Money. Mitch Pauley, 4-2-1 week for your boy. And there she is now. Uh, you could have had uh, Anj Jabour yesterday, uh, plus $4, if you wanted her to win uh, two sets to one, which is exactly what you did. I got to be honest with you, and now we were just kind of looking ahead to the final Von Drusso against Anj Jabour. Jabour is minus 210 uh, in that matchup. Like, we said it yesterday. Hey, she, If she can get by Sabalenka, she's going to be a big favorite. Guess what? She gets by Sabalenka. Now she's a big favorite. So, Dave, listen, I fought the good fight during this Wimbledon. I'm at a plus situation. I'm going to sit this one out. I'm not going to get greedy. I'm going to leave the all-English tennis club in the back. Yeah, that's exactly the way to do it, right? So, Sean's already made his money there before we get to Jabour uh, in the final. Got a little summer league action. Uh, if you had the Blazers against uh, the Magic, they're laying four. Never a sweat for the baby Blazers. They win by 17. Yeah, shout out to all the NBA coaches that have come through my private cigar lounge this week and spent a little time with us here in the great city of Las Vegas. Some great conversations made some new friends, Dave. That's always a win some. Do you put any stock into that? Like when you see the Trailblazers with a big blowout win and you because no. it. No, none of these guys will be on the actual team. Well, the majority of these guys will not be on the actual team. I mean, you're going to get some of your, your your top guys. Obviously, you know, you get well, a, most of the top guys are already been shut down at this oh, right, point right, in summer right, league. Right, yeah. exactly. Because we all saw what uh, what happened with Lemby in San Antonio. Other teams certainly following suit. So, again, Von, uh, Von Drusva against Jabour should be an interesting women's final tomorrow. Jabour is over a $2 betting favorite right now. Again, you can do what the exact is there. And you won big on Jabour winning in three sets after losing that first one. Now, we do know that the Dodgers and the Padres have decided, how about this, officially going to open up the season 2024. I know the Mets are going to play the Brewers in Milwaukee. Not as sexy as playing in Seoul, South Korea. It's going to be the first ever regular season game in Korea. They used to do this. In Japan, mm-hmm. I remember Mets and... Uh, so these trips for athletes are always pretty fun. Uh, I remember the year after we won the Super Bowl, 
we played our first preseason game against the Jets in Tokyo, Japan the following year. So anytime a group of athletes can get to a country they probably wouldn't otherwise visit, you know, bring some of uh, our sport to their world. I mean, it's always a good thing. What was that like for you guys when you get over there? It was awesome. Yeah? Uh, John Gruden told us we had curfew and nobody uh, was there at curfew. So very interesting week. Did they do bed checks on, on grown men? They did the first night. Then he kind of realized that we were yelling YOLO and he left <laughs> us alone. Like, coach, <laughs> come on, man. We don't get over here very often. All of us say, if you ever get to Tokyo, they have a district called Rapungi. It's an amazing place. I want to go. So again, that's going to be the first game ever in Korea with the Dodgers and the Padres. And yes, the game will officially count as game number one mm. of 162 next year. When you win some, you're going to lose some. Let's get back to summer ball. Uh, the Nets, they're laying six against the Baby Bulls. Uh-oh. They only won by five in OT. Like, look, this is what happens sometimes. It, you know, you're, you're, you're laying spreads in summer league, and then you get extra time, which is normally the only chance you have when you're laying six. Right. So even though you lost this one, you actually had a shot. Had it not gone to overtime, you would have no shot. I'm going to be very clear here. Mm-hmm. Unless summer league is like your area of expertise, you probably shouldn't be heavily invested wagering in summer league. I mean, how, how many people walk in the face of the planet can name or recognize anybody on the majority of these rosters? Yeah, I'd say good luck. And again, like you could have used hopefully the last couple of days to kind of recharge before you get back to Major League Baseball. But I, I get it. If you were invested in that game, it was a sweat down to the <laughs> final, final bucket as the Nets win by five in OT. Um, you know I'm pumped up for the second half. You're not pumped I, up for the second half. You're pumped up because you got this delusional dream that you're Mets. 150 to 1, Mets with the best record in July. Now, six games under 500 or some kind of way going to work their way back into the playoffs. And you can still pretty good get a pretty good number on the Mets to get that third wild card. Well, there's the third wild card. And the Mets, you know, it, they're not going very fast in front of them, but the, uh, the Mets just seem to be struggling to actually catch up to the leash. Let's grab it. It's right there. It's right there in front of you. Just grab that third wild card. And just like the baby's finding out, it seems so <laughs> close, but I just can't grab it. They weren't done trolling my Mets on social media yesterday. So if that's bad enough that the baby can't get it, this is uh, Daniel Vogelback's first A.B., they said. <laughs> and she's hyped up. It's like Vogelback lining one foul, and he's halfway to second base. Oh, my this goodness. This woman is fine, by the way. And that was on purpose, because the lady was oh. telling us, hold on, hold on. Oh, you on. think that's on purpose? Watch. The lady has her hand outstretched. No, she she's can't saying, see. Look, she's saying, hold she's on. She's blindfolded. She can hear. Oh. Oh, my gosh. And somebody said, no, that can't be Daniel Vogelback, because she made contact. Oh, she killed the auntie. <laughs> This is why, like, pinatas. The lady is saying, don't swing it. No! Like, pinatas feel like they'd be fun in theory, and I'm sure I did it as a kid. I don't remember. Oh, baby, get that child some milk. Pin the tail on the donkey. Daniel Vogelback, just make contact in the second half, or we might have to, you know what, your your butt. Uh, if there was something as a bad beat besides this woman that she took in that video, how about this? The uh, Sixers, again, in Summer Bowl, mm-hmm. they had a... They were laying two and a half against the Hawks. They had an 11-point lead in the fourth, and you didn't catch the team. There's no such thing as a bad beat in a summer league game. Are John, you kidding me? you're up 11, baby. They're not fourth even quarter. trying to win necessarily. Fourth quarter. Catch the t- catch. They're getting guys. It's like if you've already made the playoffs in high school basketball and you're playing the JV guys for the last two games or something. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. We- would you ever, have you ever gone like to the kiosk with a ticket, assuming you had won, like maybe somebody did yesterday with the Sixers lane two and a half? Not when I find out, not when I found out what mush meant. Oh, once, yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you found out what a mush, you just yeah. said you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, this of course uh, is a follow the money here. And all you have to do is bet $5 and you're gonna get $150 back instantly in bonus money by using the promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N. So you can do that today. Sign up, five bucks, get 150, and you're off and running. Yeah, you, we are, I am, obviously, I think the, the betting world is really ready for the second half of Major League Baseball mm-hmm. to begin in earnest today. And while I kid about the Metropolitans, if you have any futures tickets on them, 
they did get some really good news yesterday. All, all I'm looking for with that 150 to one ticket, and we talked about it earlier in the week. My fear was what the Mets would say: we're going to sell off pieces, right? We're going to sell off the Verlanders or the Scherzers and try to move these guys and Starling Martes of the world, maybe even Jeff McNeil. We'll find. Nope. Steve Cohen, the owner, at least now says, uh-uh. Like Wolf of Wall Street, we ain't going anywhere. We're, we're staying right here. We're in the fight. And it begins today with Justin Verlander at home City Field against Leo Urias and companies. The Dodgers come to town for three. It's a big it's a big three-game set. I don't think it's that big for the Dodgers. Yeah, I was just like, big is relative. It's, it's big it's for the Mets. Big for the Mets. Right. Not big for the Dodgers. Plus $1.05 is a little bit of a whoosh to Justin Verlander. Why? Like your, your dog at home? Why? The well, Dodgers. Got, I'm, I'm still a Hall of Famer. The Dodgers right? are in first. Right. But I'm a Hall of Famer. Right. Like. I mean. So you have to get your emotional attachment. It's hard for me to do and that. And detach it from your Mets opinions. But, like, is that not a slap in the face when you got a Hall no, of Famer on the No, the slap in the face would be if a team that's six games below 500 is favored. was favored over the NL West leading Los Angeles Dodgers. That would be the slap in the face. I, it's, it, it's, it should be. With I hope the rest, they are. With the rested staff. I hope they're as offended as I am when I looked at the numbers. I went, what? Mets are dogs? They are still trotting Vogel back out there, so they're not too offended about anything. Six games under. Right now, again, they've been short of those numbers. You guys are 300 to 1 to win the division. And you're talking about slapping we're the not, face. We're not winning the division. Y'all are we're not winning the division. There's no Bucky Dent's not walking through the door for the Yankees back in the late 70s against the Red Sox. That ain't happening. But you see today, again, plus an hour five for the Mets. That first five number, look at that. See, that's the respect for the Hall of Fame. I'll say this. I am pulling for you. For those that are just tuning in. Yep. Dave Ross has a, was it 50 to 1 ticket? For the Mets to win the For the Mets the to win the most games. Oh, 150 to 1. 150 to 1 for the Mets to have the Six most wins. wins in July. So let's go Mets. Trailing the Red Sox, I believe they got seven wins right now. We'll take care of them in about a couple days' time. All right, when we come back, much more to get to as we keep rolling along. The Friday out, Vogelback make contact. That's next here on Follow Them. This is Follow the Money on v It is always football season here at v which is why we've already released our NFL betting guide. Our NFL betting guide is going to get you ready for the upcoming NFL season with in-depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a v Pro subscriber today for as low as $19. Get your newly released NFL betting guide or take advantage of our summer kickoff special. Get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe. And a shout out, we're going to have in hour number three, uh, John Breach from CBS Sports is going to join us as well to talk about some of those future plays. But again, you know, we say it all the time. If you're taking it seriously in the end, look, if you want to be recreational, have fun with it, that's fine. But if you're taking it seriously, you need to get the guide. I would recommend paying the freight for the 175 now all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, pretty darn good deal with the minds we have here at the network. Yeah, absolutely. Because most people have other jobs. They don't have the time to put that kind of work in. Where This is our job. That's what so we do. Let's do it for you. Uh, by the way, as you look up, as Ricky Fowler makes his par putt, seven under par, so he's only two off the lead. It's raining, by the way. There it is. It's Scotland, people. It's not Scottish, it's crap. So it's raining. You know what they're not doing? Stopping. We like. I get it. It's lightning, and they don't get it over there. They just get rain. But it's part of the charm and why I can't wait to watch the Open next week. I'll get up in the middle of the night because I want them to suffer. I want them to suffer like I suffer when there's bad weather and I'm playing golf. I don't want it to be fun and easy. I want it to be hard. Uh, by the way, bad weather apparently at Wimbledon as well as we get ready for the okay. men's semifinal today. You can And you like Skinner a little bit today versus Jokic. I do. The reason why I like Yannick Skinner a little bit. win a set or two, right? Yeah. Here's the deal. I know that Novak right now looks like he's the unstoppable force. And the odds makers would. Well, he uh, is. If you look at. Yeah. They have they list like the champion at Wimbledon every year. Well, he's been the defending champion since 2018. For some reason, he has a name on a whole lot of different plates. Novak, Novak, <laughs> Novak, 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 Novak. So he's minus 450 against uh, the Italian Yannick Sinner today. The, the only thing is, is that Sinner 
pushed, not only pushed Joker, he won the first two sets last year. Now he's gotten to one round further from that match last year in the quarters. Now they're going to find themselves in the semis. And I'm curious to pick your brain from almost a sports psychologist standpoint. Mm-hmm. If, if I, is it a good thing that I was the guy that came close, air quotes, to beating Joker at the top of his game last year, or the fact that once I got up to zip, there was a, a, a switch that got flipped from Novak, and then he ran through me the last three. Like, what's the what's the takeaway for your Yannick Sinner? Because Joker, it's like, dude, I've been there, done this. I, like, I'm not sweating out this rematch. Sinner's thinking, I got so close last year, now I get to finally punch through. Well, Dave, anytime you're competing against greatness, the first hurdle you have to overcome is self-confidence. Like, and that's what that created for Skinner, hopefully, is self-confidence and I can actually beat him. Because when you're outside looking in and you see somebody as dominant as him, there's a part of you that has to be like, gosh, is he that good? Like, if I ever got the chance to play him, especially on that surface, talking grass, could I compete? And I think that kind of created, at least if you're back in Skinner, the belief system that I can get this done. Like, if I go out and play my best game, I can win. So that's the first obstacle when you play greatness. You have to convince yourself that I'm just as good and capable. And we'll see today. Uh, the odds say if you believe Skinner is capable, that it'll be a nice payday for you. I'm not telling you to go out and take anyone that's on the opposite side of the net versus Novak Djokovic on grass. But, you know, there are some people probably who think Skinner may have a chance. I think the better way to approach it is if you can find – Skinner to win a set or Skinner well, to win two sets. You look here for Yannick to get the over total is interesting to me for games, 36 and a half, right? And it is juiced slightly to the over minus dollar 15. If you think Novak's going to wipe out center in three, he's going to sweep him, right? Well, then you're looking at minus dollar five because you, you, you would theoretically six, four, six, four, seven, five, something along those lines. It's going to be under 36 and a half. So you can play the over 36 and a half, and that's basically what we're getting at. Can center at least win? A set. Mm-hmm. And if you think he can win one, again, he won two last year. If he can at least get you one, I think he's going to get you one. I do. I think the over could be a better play at minus $1.15. The, the only issue I would have is if he doesn't win that, remember, he won the first two last year. He does need to get out to a good start. Like his best chance, and Novak did drop a first set already in this Wimbledon fortnight, right? So if you're going to get Novak, you better get him early because once he kind of gets it cranked up, it feels like the machine gets rolling. It's hard to stop that machine of Novak. Yeah, and, you know, the flip side of Skinner's success previously is that also Novak will be on his game. He won't be overlooking. No, no, Janet. not now, after what happened last and I'll year. be honest, I'm not an expert on Janet Skinner. I, yeah. I sent her, I'll be honest, I don't think I've ever seen him play. So I'm taking your lead Car- on they- this. What's the best part of his game? Is it a serve? I mean, is it... Yeah, I mean, it is. And that's where Novak, Novak doesn't have a weakness now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really get into the nitty gritty of it, could be his overheads. I mean, we're really parceling. Okay. We're trying to find a weakness there. I think center, the biggest thing is the thing you talked about. It's going to be confidence because mm-hmm. he has a complete game. He has a complete game for grass. So, you know, his serve is fine. The rallies, he's, he can be a big hitter at times. He can go for go for stuff. Volleying's fine. There, there's not a ton of weakness. It's just that everything that he's good at, Novak's probably better across the board. I think the only thing you can get is youth. Like, that's the only thing that these these kids nowadays can look at Novak and say, you know, I should be able to outlast Novak, but the stamina doesn't ever seem to be a problem for Novak, no matter what age it is. So it was interesting yesterday when we were having a conversation about Alcaraz, who we'll get to against Medvedev, in the other semifinal, in that these are young kids now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. So when Alcaraz lost at the French Open to Novak, if you're going to look at it and say, well, he was he was injured, and that's why he lost. If you believe that to be true, others say that Novak mentally broke Alcaraz like he might have mentally broke Yannick Sinner last year when Sinner was up two sets to love. So that's where I think you have to, in tennis, it's almost like, is it really the injury or is it, man, I, individual sport, we see it in MMA all the time where guys break. They get to a point where they're like, I can't beat this guy. And I wonder if that's the bad place where Sinner goes, I had him, 
and I couldn't hold him down. Yeah. So what's going to be different this time around? Well, I'm going to sit in the backseat of the car on this one because okay. I told you my 2023 Wimbledon wagers are done. You've already made your yes, money. Yes, I'm in the black. I'm going to stop while I'm ahead. I do not have a strong opinion on either men's semifinal or the women's final. I'm just going to watch and enjoy. And the other semifinal out there is Daniil Medvedev plus 220 against Carlos Alcaraz. So here again, you would think Alcaraz minus... I, I don't want to lay that price tag with Alcaraz here. I thought the better play, if you really do want to get in now, would be take Alcaraz now at what about plus 250 to win the whole thing. Because if you if you believe Sinner, I, I don't know that Sinner yet believes that he can actually win. But if you do, you get two shots to one to get Novak out of there. And then Alcaraz at plus 250, and we heard our experts yesterday say that if Alcaraz's best game is is better than Novak, that was a stunning comment to me. That the, oh, the top of the spear game of Carlos Alcaraz is better than Novak Djokovic. I don't know that I believe that yet. But the youth, you would normally go with that. But again, what's his best surface? You see it in the background. It's the red clay. Roland Garros. And he couldn't get it done. Again, injury could have been the mitigating circumstance in that match against Novak. Now he looks like he's the real deal. Hey, I saw this firsthand. I saw Joker beat our Fed when Federer was the best we'd ever seen on grass. And he beat him, right? So it's happened. Nadal, when Roger was the best beat fed on grass and one of the most epic five setters you're ever going to see at the history of Wimbledon. So you do see backboards. You do see clay court guys like Alcaraz go and win. Djokovic used to be that guy. Now somehow Djokovic is a grass court legend. That's the amazing transformation to me. So if it's not the old days where, you know, if Bjorn Borg, who was also great at Wimbledon as well, but normally you didn't see guys translate from Roland Garros and then go a month later to the women in uh, grass courts and win. Alcaraz, Djokovic, these guys feel like they are the next. Djokovic already done that. Alcaraz feels like the next to do it. It could be a passing of the baton this year. Before we go to the break, quick question for mm-hmm. you. And I don't want to talk any more tennis after this because these names are too hard to pronounce. If I let you choose between Rafael Nadal, oh, Roger boy. Federer, oh, Novak Djokovic, who's the best? See, I don't want to say it publicly because my heart says... It's Fed. The correct answer is Joker. You can't like, really? I, yeah. At this no point, no Rafi love at all. No, and I love Rafa. I do. Rafa's still the best at clay. Alcaraz is going to have a chance to say something about that when his whole career is done. Rafael Nadal is the king of the red clay. Period. Sorry, Carlos. But overall game, hard courts, clay, grass. It's Novak. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not hating on the guy. I, I never did hate on the guy, but he was the least liked of the big three. That was the perception. I Man, I can't hate on him anymore. If you did try to hate on him out there, the fact is Novak Djokovic is the greatest men's tennis player that's ever lived. It's just the fact at this juncture. All right, come on back. we got much more to get to. We're going to get to a lot of NFL, and, of course, Major League Baseball is back, baby. We'll discuss next here on Follow the Money. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know the money and the bets are moving for every single game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is based uh, betting based on the number of tickets where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back alongside Sean King, Dave Ross here. We're getting ready to break down the slate. Yes. In Major League Baseball. Well, you miss it for a couple of days. It goes away. And you're like, yeah, you know, All-Star game was great. Cash those tickets, National League in the under. You know, home run derby, it's fun. Feels like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Monday night. Finally, we're back in business here <clears throat> as we begin uh, the second half of the season in earnest. And the first game on the docket today is a team that you are invested in. Your San Diego Padres. You, Darvish, on the bump today in the city of Brotherly Shove against the Phillies. Phillies, by the way, quietly. And they're going to have uh, Sanchez on the bump here. Minus dollar five for the Phillies, minus dollar 15 for the Padres on the road. That total right now sitting at nine and a half. Here's the thing. Because the Braves have been just this runaway freight train in the NL East, quietly, the Phillies put together a great stretch in June, carried that over into July. Road Warriors... I mean, this has been a a better team on the road than they've been at home. And now all of a sudden you look up and you go, how did the Phillies get to seven games over 500? Well, because they just balled out in June. This does feel like for two teams, again, you want to put over, you know, you want to stress you out for three games coming out of the the, uh, all-star break. But this does feel like a a paramount series, certainly for for the Padres on the road against a team, the Phillies, that certainly feel like they are a playoff team. Yeah, of course, I have the uh, Padres future wager, uh, plus 300 for the Padres to make the playoffs. So, scenario where you like to get off to a good start, second half. I'm always a little hesitant. Uh, last series before the All-Star break and first series out of the All-Star break mm-hmm. to be heavily invested in baseball because it's such a rhythm, timing sport. You know, there are always going to be ebbs and flows for pitchers and hitters and for instance, your Mets have finally kind of found their their stride. Who knows after the break? Yeah. You know, if spent five days. Right, are they seeing the ball is good? You know, like just a lot of, you know, and things that go into success in baseball. So I generally sit out the last series before the All-Star game and the first couple of games post-All-Star game as well. I think it's smart. By the way, there was rumors, again, something, I don't know if they've been watching us all week, but we saw the Mets saying they're going to hold, keep their guys. Cardinals, conversely, have said that they're going to be sellers at the deadline, which is interesting. So the Phillies, and again, this gets more into the futures market here because Sean's already in on San Diego to be the playoff team. So the rumor now is they're talking about a guy like Nolan Arenado, who does have a no-trade clause, by the way, so St. Louis fans don't freak out. He could veto anything. They're like they're putting him to Philadelphia. Like there, there is going to be an arms race here uh, for teams that are actually trading. And if the Cardinals are one of those uh, guys to, to trade, there are big guns on that team that could be hired help for a team like the Phillies. You know, I I look at the Padres. I love your your play here on them going forward, even though they are four games under five hundred. And I know you won't let me make the comparison with the Mets, but when I look at their big three. Kind of like I look at the Mets' big three. And mm-hmm. Senga now is the third for the Mets here to go with the the guys with Scherzer and Verlander who have to be better than they were in the first half. But you look at Blake Snell, you look at Hugh Darvish, and you look at Joe Musgrove. The, the Padres, uh, they don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're not going to go and get more. They have – the guy. it's kind of like the Mets. I look at them and I go, if they just play to who they are, these teams should turn it around. Now, the Phillies are one of those teams going forward here, and why it'll be interesting to see, do they have enough? 
like Noah, obviously the front end of that rotation. Do they have enough? I, that that's a question that I think the front office has to answer. But it would be interesting that if they went and got a Nolan Arenado. I don't look at them and say they need offense, but boy, you put him in there in a lineup with Bryce Harper, and all of a sudden the Phillies might have visions of getting back to the World Series, which they did a year ago. And I know the Braves feel like that runaway freight train, but we saw what happened to them last year in a short series. Another guy that could be on the move? I don't think so. But what are the Marlins going to do? Because they begin the second half of the season against the Orioles. And the Orioles, what a great story they were in the first half. It's Sandy Day for Miami. This was interesting about the Marlins. So the Marlins sit second. They're in. In the AOLs. They're securely right now in a situation where they're in the playoffs. And the most surprising thing of this early success for the Marlins is Sandy Alcantara has a 3-7 and seven win-loss record, a 4.72 ERA Oof. and a 1.25 whip. This is your So like when people talk about regression for the Marlins, what if Sandy turns into the real Sandy well, like, to go along with everything else that they have going? Well, that's a great point because he won the Cy Young last year, right? So Sandy, Sean, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like, either you hope that he goes back to the form – Closer to the Cy Young. But here's the other thing. Could you could you move him? Because if you go, Ooh. you know, maybe, you know, maybe we, we last year and they didn't do anything as a team, right? But he wins the individual award. You would think he could get you something out there in the market. If you feel like we've done this without Sandy this year. We're in the postseason right now without good Sandy. So maybe we could go out there. And this is the way the Marlins have kind of done it. Right. Somehow they've won two World Series and then they trade everybody away. You want to go back to the Josh Beckett days of 2002. Like they do this historically. The best guys that they can't move, they move. So I wonder if there's that thought process for a team that's 14 games over 500 right now. With him, Lozano and Garrett, though, if Sandy gets back to. Oh, man. I mean, you have to think that they're probably in a situation because, you know, I also forgot that. uh, they have pitching. Yeah, but what's the name's been hurt? Uh, yeah. Chisholm. Yeah. Yeah, Chisholm's been hurt. I mean, he only played 45 games before the break as well. So they're going to get him back to bolster that lineup with Arreyes. So, I mean, he's and when, and when he's healthy, putting his best Tony Gwynn impression on it. So yeah, he's right. in 380 or something. Not too shabby. So I think the Marlins have too many positive pieces. You just hold. Right, yeah, you got to play this street. You got to play this out. Now, they start in Charm City against uh, your normal co-host, Tim Murray's team, the Orioles. Mm -hmm. I I hope Tim is not up this early. But if he is, do we have to whisper it? Is there regression coming for the O's in the second? I don't think so. Mm. I think they're a team that if there was somebody willing to sell them a legit starting pitcher, you know, like a second or third guy in the rotation, then I think the Orioles would be buyers. Very good young team, good offensive players. You saw the catcher, yeah, uh, Audley Rutschman, switch hit in the home run derby. So this, they have a good core group. So they're probably not going anywhere. Again, remember, these are just three-game series coming up here in Charm City with these two teams. But again, I, I don't know that they start to go, well, what do we need before August 1st, right? But it might be almost glorified, if you will, over what happens the next couple of days Padres-Phillies uh, Marlins, or the needs that they might need. You go, oh my goodness, we do need one more arm, as evidenced by this three-game set. That's what I'll be looking for here coming out of the break. Another team, the Giants, they're going to start off in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was a great story for the first month of the season. Not so much. Now, I don't... They've got some tradable pieces here if the Pirates are looking to, to dismantle, which they normally do, right? I don't think we really look at the Pirates and think they've got any visions of grandeur in the second half? The Giants do. Who's the guy that signed with like six teams and then he didn't sign with any of those teams? Oh, are you talking about uh, Carlos Correa? Yeah, Carlos Correa. Like <laughs> the Giants, I don't know what. Well, the happened Giants had Carlos Correa and Aaron Judge right. for like a day. Yeah, and then we thought that's where Soto was going. Like it feels <laughs> like the Giants have swung and missed on all of the big time free agent acquisitions. Yet they still sit eight games above five hundred. So if there is a team that I thought was a major overachiever. Um, in the first half of the baseball season, and it would be the San Francisco Giants. I think the Giants, though, could be buyers because of the reasons we just laid out, right? They didn't spend the money on Judge. They didn't spend the money on Kurt. They tried. It's not like they didn't want to. 
They actually had an agreement with Judge for like 24 hours, had an agreement with Correa. That deal falls through. So they are willing to spend. They've, they've shown that in the, in the offseason. Now that they're in season and they feel like they could be a playoff team, uh, certainly in the National League. Well, they got a good one-two punch. Right. Alex Cobb and, and Logan Webb. And, you know, Duvall's been pretty good as a set closer. So they got some pieces. They do have pieces. The question will be, can they get more pieces? And I know, again, they're looking to get off on the good foot against Pittsburgh, a team that we think is going to go uh, in the opposite direction as we uh, wrap up the first half of the season and begin the second stanza. This, of course, is Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. we got plenty more to get to uh, throughout the day over on DraftKings. Of course, Gojo, Dan Levitard, Ross Tucker. We've got two two more hours to get here. And in those two hours, we're going to talk with Jordan Sherwood coming up uh, to talk all things UFC Fight Night. And we're going to have uh, much more NFL talk with John Breach of CBS Sports. So that's all coming up here in the next two hours. And hopefully you stick with us here on vcin.com. When we come back, let's talk more Major League Baseball as we look ahead to the second half of the season that does begin today. That's right. Rejoice, baseball fans. We're back in just a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 